When it comes to love, do you think you're good and everyone else you've ever dated or maybe your spouse is always the one with the issues? That's a love lie we can end up believing. This month, I'm looking at the lies we believe when it comes to love. Follow along at lifeword.org. I'm excited once again to have my love, Drew Klein, to dive into the love lie we can believe, which is, I have no baggage. Um, I think we can all be guilty at times of believing this lie because we can be so quick to blame and not want to look at our own issues. So thank you again for joining me. You're welcome. Um, did we bring baggage into our marriage? Uh, of course. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the thing is, there's a saying that says you don't know what you don't know. Yes. And so we didn't know we brought baggage in, but everybody does because we're all raised differently. Right. That's right. And once life gets going after you say, I do, even through the honeymoon phase, those early years, you quickly realize um, in discussions, life circumstances, and how we react, mm -hmm. how we respond, how we want to engage or not engage, mm -hmm. all of those can become like red flags. And we had some red flags. Sure. Definitely. So I'll go first okay. with, with, with my baggage. <laughs> with just, I mean, it, there was so much, of course. But um, I do think that one of the biggest pieces of baggage for me that I brought in was fear. So marriage for me, um, I wasn't really sure that, hey, this is going to work. You know, my frame of reference um, was a little broken. And so uh, I quickly realized that I had some trust issues. Mm -hmm. and, um, and that affected how we communicated. That affected how um, we related. And um, I had to come to a place to realize I can't control everything. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to so bad. I wanted to control whatever it is. Um, and because I was ultimately afraid and I didn't want to be hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know what it was all going to look like, but, um, I know that was a lie. I know that's not God's heart. I know that he loves me. And so I had to come back to truth, mm -hmm. you know, that I could apply to my baggage that I was believing. Um, and that truth is talking about fear and, um, and how we know that God is not the author of that. First John 4, 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. I love that so much. And I need that daily reminder because um, the lie is that I should be afraid. The lie is, I can't trust you. The lie is I have to control. Um, and so through awareness, like you said, kind of uncovering the things that we need to uncover in our life and in our heart from past experiences um, and those red flags that come as a result, uh, I had to let go and realize that God has not given me a spirit of fear. Mm -hmm. And he is to be trusted. And as I trust him and give him my heart, I can trust you um, with my heart as well. So There is no love relationship without risk. Anytime you're going to give your heart to somebody else, there's a risk that it could be broken. 
And with those risks, we have to give to the Lord. We have to trust him with every relationship we have uh, so that we can go to the soul, so that we can go to these places that matter most. But it's not easy, especially if you've come from a place where that trust has been broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So that's my baggage. Yeah. There's a little <laughs> bit of mine. That's what. That's one of the things I brought into our marriage. Um, so what would you say is is a piece of baggage that you brought in? And then what truth um, can we look to and, and apply yeah. to that that shines some light on that? Well, there's a lot of things I could choose because I had a lot of baggage and a lot of sin issues in my life. Um, one, I would say, uh, of course, we were kids. I would just put that out there. We were very young. You know, we were engaged at 20 and married at 21. And um, now that we're not that anymore, we look back and realize how young that was. But yeah. I was struggling with issues of uh, different addiction, different things, lust with my mind, past relationships, past issues in my life. And so for me, to, the idea of getting married a big portion of that was just, oh my goodness, this means um, this means intimacy without guilt, and this means this can be whatever we want it to be, kind of a thing. And, and so, and there's an excitement that is godly there. That mm-hmm. is that that uh, young people who are getting married should be excited about. But mine didn't come necessarily from a godly place. It came from a, sort of an addicted place. And so, I remember I was at a um, youth ministry retreat with some friends. And we had a guy that was a counselor was leading the retreat, and I made a comment about, you know, um, we'll be able to do whatever we want, as much as we want, and, I, and it's just going to be amazing marriage. My focus was pretty tunnel vision about sex. And uh, the guy says, oh, yeah, and he starts doing his arm like this. That'll be great. And I was so embarrassed because what he was saying is, you're speaking out of your addiction and not of your not out of your understanding of what love really is. Mm. Marriage is not just about sex. That is just a byproduct of the beauty of what God has in relationship, intimate relationship with each other and with him. But as a young 20-year-old kid, I, I thought it was, you know, so much about that and therefore so much about me. I was being so selfish and uh, so immature in my faith and even in my relationship with you. And so I, it, it, God showed me something so important in that moment. Um, the embarrassment was good because it burned in my heart and my soul, my need for Jesus, my need for forgiveness, my need to place you first, not me first. And it took us a long ways into preparing for marriage from that point on. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. I remember, um, you know, for, for both of us, as the awareness comes, then we want to go back to, okay, God, what do you say? You know, as we're like, okay, this obviously is a broken piece Mm -hmm. in my life and I'm bringing it into this. And, um, and all that matters is then we don't try to figure out, okay, well, what do you think or what do I think? And as we try to figure it out, ultimately we have to surrender and look to the Lord and look to his truth Mm -hmm. and his heart and what he says about it. So we want to share that truth. Um, about what uh, about what God says about it. Let me read it for us. Okay. Especially since the guys, this is for us as husbands. Ephesians five twenty five says, "Husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church, and gave Himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the Word, and to present her to Himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless." In this same way. Husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. 
For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I'm talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. It's self-sacrifice. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is the way we are loved yeah. and then how we are to love each other. Yes. I mean, for, to, to, for Jesus to be our example, for husbands to follow his example is to lay our lives down for our wives, mm -hmm. to be fully self-sacrificing in all things. Mm -hmm. And if you can love that way, then I believe that that kind of love would uh, warrant respect. It would warrant, it would be easier in that regard to yeah. respect somebody who would do such a thing. That's right. And that is, uh, that's the love that God wants the world to see. Absolutely. Too. So it's beautiful. Uh, so we both had baggage and at times it still makes its way into our home, but I'm thankful for God's grace to mm -hmm. us as we unpack it and allow his heart to heal and restore and guide us to his way over our own Amen. so that's what we can trust and that's the truth we'll talk more next time about love lies we believe drew will join me again for part three of our discussion i pray these truths help shine a light in areas you may need god's healing and restoration so you can fully love and be loved i'm Lori klein <laughs>